0: Hello and welcome to the Irish FIRE podcast. I'm your host, Michael Houghton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor and financial independence enthusiast sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I hope you are doing well. I wanted to talk today about solar panels. We actually got our solar panels installed back in July last year. And I guess rather than go through the pros and cons from an almost salesy perspective, I want to cover this off more from an actual review from a real life user. You see, there isn't a straight answer to determine if solar panels would be good for you. The real answer when it comes to is solar a good investment is that it depends. For me, the first question you need to ask yourself is, are you planning to live in the property long term? And I mean really long term. Solar has a life of somewhere between 25 to 35 years. So we're talking a fairly significant outlook when it comes to making an investment. So if you are in your forever home, solar could be... A good option for you, provided that you hit number two, which isn't compulsory. However, ideally you want a property that faces north to south, rather than facing east to west. Now I have seen solar panels installed on houses that faced east to west, but they're typically done in a half-half formation. So for me, I feel like you're actually only gaining possibly 60% of what you would if you were able to put your panels directly south facing, which for us, having a south facing back garden, we were able to do. As I mentioned, we got our panels installed about 12 months ago and I've been tracking the performance of our panels each and every month. And you guys can actually check this out if you become a subscriber to the newsletter over at firepodcast.ie. As it is, I managed to calculate that we received a tax-free return of around 5%. In other words, I calculated how much we would have paid had we not had the solar panels and calculated the savings based on that, accounting for depreciation. And for me, depreciation is the hidden cost of solar panels. When they're sold to you, they typically talk about the payback period. So the payback period might be anywhere between 8 and 13 years. But as an investor, I didn't like that approach because obviously with any payback period, there's an opportunity cost and you wouldn't go and buy a share or say an investment property by looking at the payback period, how long it's going to take for you to recover your initial deposit based on receiving rent or a dividend, for example. So for me, it made sense to look at solar panels as if I were investing my capital in them and knowing that they had a shelf life of say 35 years, I worked out roughly how much the depreciation would be on a month to month basis. And in our case, I worked out that our solar panels are depreciating at 23 euros per month, effectively taking the total price, dividing by 35 and dividing by 12. So for me, anything saved over 23 euros per month, we were winning, anything below that, we were losing. Now, one interesting aspect of this whole thing is that when we did this, we actually took out a personal loan. So I actually took the interest that we were going to pay over the five years to pay off that loan and added it when I calculated that. So I've already taken the interest into account. Now it should be noted that whilst our panels have been great in terms of saving on electricity, obviously at the moment we're paying back that loan. So technically speaking, our cash flow hasn't improved as of yet, but it will once at loan is paid down. So if you're looking at it purely from a cash flow point of view, you're probably going to find that it's not going to be that efficient. However, if we put our investment hat on again and look at it as a long term investment, as if we were buying any form of asset, then we can think about it differently. As I mentioned previously, if you're not planning to stay in your home long term, it may not be the perfect investment because you may not be there long enough to actually generate enough income from the savings. However, it's probably worth noting that a house with solar panels is going to be worth more than a house without One so, even if you do plan to sell, you may find you may find you're going to actually recoup that from the sale of your property. Certainly, for our case, our BER rating did go up as a result. And I should note, when you are looking at the grant, you do get a grant of around 2400 euro back, but they don't tell you that you will need to pay to get a BER certificate as part of that. So that will cost you somewhere around 250 euro. So just factor that in when you are looking at the grant that there is a cost associated with getting a new BER certificate. Obviously, as I mentioned, that does have other benefits as well, including the fact that the higher your BER rating, the more your house is likely worth because your energy usage is lower. And if you wanna know something kind of neat, and kind of fun, is believe it or not, we actually haven't paid an electricity bill since September last year, because, as you guys are likely aware, for those that live in Ireland, the government rolled out three lots of credits for every householder, so effectively, our government credits of 600 euros, we are still in credit on that, and amazingly, we actually received money back from our last electricity bill in May and June, so we are getting credit for supplying the grid, which has probably been the biggest factor as to why the returns have been better than I expected, and one of the reasons why I regret one of the things that we did. When we got our panels installed at the time, at that stage, the electricity suppliers weren't giving any money back for the electricity supply to the grid. They were talking about rolling it in, but the details hadn't been firmed up, but the initial talks was that they were gonna give around nine cents a kilowatt back to whatever you charge back into the grid. Now keep in mind, it costs us around 37 cents to receive electricity from the grid. As it was, they've ended up giving 21 cents a kilowatt. So over double what they originally expected. Now, we spent a fairly large chunk, around half of the bill on a really good battery. The logic being that I wanted to have our battery charged during the day and cover all our electricity that we use in the evening time. However, in hindsight, given how much money is being given to charge the grid. We would have been better off getting a bigger inverter, more panels, not getting a battery. And I probably wouldn't have even bothered with the eddy, which is what heats your hot water tank, simply because we actually don't use that much hot water. And when we do, it's probably not worth the three kilowatts of electricity to actually heat. I'm probably better off to get the 60 cents or the 63 cents to put it back into the grid. And so for me, that's been the biggest kind of regret. And again, Hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So we don't always know this, but I would have got more panels, a bigger inverter, and had a system that was really feeding the grid as much as possible, knowing that I'll make on whatever I lose at nighttime from hitting the grid back as much as possible. And the other thing I'll definitely consider as well is you need to know or have an idea of your usage. And our, our family, we're a family of five, but our usage is actually really low, I think. We use on average around 10 kilowatts per day. And the thing to note is that If your house is idle, so if we're away from our house, our house without us being there is using around a kilowatt a day. So 90% of your usage is coming from things that you're actively doing. And there's three items in particular, three appliances in particular that are going to chew most of that, being your power shower, your oven, and your dryer. And obviously if you are heating water through electricity, that is a killer as well. As it is, we don't own a dryer. We actually purchased an electric clothes rack, which we use if we need to an emergency, however most of the time we find that we just manage our clothes accordingly and put the cl- indoor clothes rack by a rad if we need to in the winter time. But just keep in mind that if you are a family that does take long showers, solar panels are basically going to be useless for you, because a power shower is using about nine kilowatts of electricity and there's simply no way that your panels are gonna likely produce anywhere near that. In our case we have a four kilowatt system but I've never seen our panels produce more than around 2.4 kilowatts at one time. So just keep in mind that you're never really going to get the full whack, which is why I'm suggesting to get a bigger system as possible and get as many panels as you can. We purchased our panels from a Tipperary-based company that serves the Munster area. I will link to them in the show notes. I'll also link to a couple of other suppliers that I got some pretty good quotes from. And the reason I'm doing that is because it was a year ago since I got my panels installed now. So prices do change and companies change. What I will say is do your homework. What I did find is that prices varied considerably between suppliers. So my advice is work out what you want in terms of do your homework so that you know what you're looking for and then go through and get your various quotes from the different suppliers and don't be surprised to see significant differences between the various suppliers because Some of them seem to be taking the mickey when it comes to actually supplying the stuff and the final bit of advice I'm going to give here is I was really anxious about getting the panels in because I was so worried at the time about rising electricity prices and look solar panels are a great hedge against rising electricity prices. I no longer fear electricity prices go up because I know that our panels cover and reduce such a large amount. And actually, ironically, the more that electricity rises, the better the panels are in terms of what they're saving. But be smart. Don't rush into this at all and give it a good bit of thought. There is an opportunity cost when it comes to the panels, particularly in our case when we had to take a personal loan. I actually looked to refinance a property recently. I think I mentioned this a few episodes back now on the podcast. I was looking to refinance the one investment property that we own in our name. And amazingly, good old permanent TSB that I've been banking with now for over 10 years, they turned us down because apparently they didn't like the fact that we had a personal loan, even though it was used for the solar panels. So just keep that in mind that there could be an opportunity cost in terms of if you're locking that money away, it could be used for something else, possibly something else a little bit better. I am more than happy to answer as many questions as I can on this. So if you have been looking or you want me to even double check your quote, I'll be more than happy to do that. Just drop me an email at michael at And as always, I look forward to catching you on the next episode.